Hello, friends and loyal listeners. Welcome to a very exciting episode in Season 3, Episode 9 for Bridging the Digital Divide. I am so excited today because not only do I have my amazing friend, Brad. Hey, Brad. Hey, Lisa. Who's from the library? Brad McKenna. Y'all know him. But we also have Adam Dusenberry, who is the Operations Manager for WCTV. Thank you, Adam, for taking time out of your busy life here at <laughs> WCTV to be with us. Hi, Lisa. Uh, good to be here. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about today is something a little bit, uh, to me, it's cutting edge. I'm sure it's been around <laughs> forever. But to me, it's cutting edge. We're kind of going to talk about all things cable access, but also something called a paywall. Mm. So if you've ever heard that expression and you're thinking, what is that? We're going to shed some light on that. But before we do that, let's talk to Adam a little bit about what his responsibilities are here and also some of the shows that you produce. Go for it, Adam. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess uh, here at WCTV, I am the operations manager. Um, and so I'm basically, uh, I don't know, I guess you, you know, the day-to-day uh, operations. Of, <laughs> you're you're of, the guy of the in facility. the Wizard of Oz yeah. that's behind the curtain. That's you, right? Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, who who knows the knows uh, WCTV knows me knows I'm kind of a the technical person, right? Uh, you know, usually over where you're sitting, uh, Lisa. <laughs> right. Um, but um, you know, but you know, it's it's it goes beyond that. You know, training and uh, you know, I've been uh, up in the ceiling pulling cables and you know and, and moving furniture around and all that sort yes. of stuff too. But um, extremely hands on here at WCT. Yeah, er, yeah, everything that you know keeps the facility running. Okay. Day to day. <laughs> cool. Which is a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Um, not just, you know, producing, directing, but also troubleshooting, uh, yeah. making sure my computer can read its emails. Like he does all that stuff. So he's the go to guy in here for anything that's technical, which is why we want to have him on the show. Tell us a little bit about your show. I know you've done a couple episodes. We don't know if there'll be too many more, but the ones you've done have been amazing. Tell us the name of it, why you created it, and what we'll see. Uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I assume you're talking about uh, uh, Retrotech. I am. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, over the summer, um, the, the uh, our executive director Ryan and our uh, content uh, coordinator Ashley have been trying to uh, theme, you know, our social media uh, presence. And over the summer, they decided to do a retro. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, theme and so uh, Ryan had asked me say hey you know why don't you you know we're doing this and as part of this you know we've got all this uh, old tech we have some display cabinets mm-hmm. out here in our, in our uh, lobby area and so you know why don't you think about putting together a couple of short little things you know that we can release over the summer as part of our, our retro themed social media uh, uh, campaign and so I said so I thought about it I said okay so I just I I went into our storeroom that we passionately call Nardia here around here uh, and into our our display cabinet and um, found a bunch of um, uh, uh, retro stuff, although a lot of the stuff I used (laughs) early in my career. Some gear, Uh, gear uh, for those of us who don't know. Yeah, that must have been um, fun for you to kind of go through there and 
and see what you found. I, I, yeah. Some of the stuff is even older than you. It's older than me, we have too. A, we, we have a camera in that display case that is uh, that is as old as I am. It came wow. out in 1978. Is what it was <laughs> wow. So the show Retro Tech, and, and again, I know you said you, you're not sure how many more episodes you'll do, but the first couple were about, um, I think, older camcorders or technology for carts. What did you do? Yeah, I, I, well, I, I did. A, I kind of based a... Uh, each episode either on a specific piece of uh, gear, if there was something unique enough, or I did a, a grouping. Like I grouped all of our camcorders. Right. Uh, and, uh, and we have a, you can see yeah, the progression yeah. of, of, and what's nice is a lot of this gear is actually used here at WCTV. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what I was trying to, trying to pull stuff so, you know, connected to WCTV. Yeah. Right. Uh, I started out um, with the video toaster, uh, which I was very surprised to find in Nardia, and in the f- even more surprised to find that it still works. Yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, so went from there, and uh, we found an old cart machine. I know my predecessor was a big fan of carts. Right, and right. Back in so, this room, he yeah, had them. So, so those of so. you who don't know what those are, they're, they almost look like eight-track tapes, and, and those of you who are under 70, you can look it up. Um, those are like eight, you know, they're, uh, they were eight-track tapes, and you kind of shoved them into this player, and in ra- when I was in the radio world, you know, we would put those in in between, and they would have like PSAs, or they would have... Uh, commercials on them or whatever and they were self-rewinding almost like a cassette but bigger and you would kind of put this into the cart reader I was thrilled when I saw it because I knew what it was finally <laughs> technology I, I know I, what it is you I, know? I, I, I said you know on the show I made the con- c- connection for you know all the young'uns out there, you know, yeah. that it's the mp3 that the <laughs> car player at the cart are the mp3 player at mp3 Right. You know, of its yeah. day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and, and I can so. speak to that in that day, you know, when I was a youth. Um, it was pretty cool. Like, it was great, especially as a radio DJ, which is where I come from, just being able to have that available. You know, now you would use your computer, go to the file and play it, which is what I do for the music that we do for this podcast. But when you used to be in radio, you would have those carts loaded in the player and you would just hit a button and it would play and it would rewind itself and then you would hit the next one. So the the concept of how it works is the same, but the technology different. is different. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at some of this technology and, um, you know, and procedures and, and workflows and stuff because that, that's kind of what all, some of this was about too. It's not just about the technology, but... Um, you know, when you when you think about, it, I got started in media production when I was twelve years old. Well, so and, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I, I I said to you the other day, Lisa, that now I I've seen, you know, I can think of like three or four technologies that I've right. seen come onto the scene, yeah. reach their peak, yeah. and fall away. Yeah. Right. Just in my yeah in my lifetime right so So who knows what's going to be next (laughs) i mean i did a trivia question the other night and it was what beat via vhs and it was betamax you know they were talking about betamax and some of the people in the group were like what is betamax well once it's gone it becomes a dinosaur only those of us who are (laughs) you know loving of technology remember that there were two formats and it was a war that seems to be the case for any new medium right so like in high school I remember Laserdisc versus DVD oh my god Laserdisc yeah it had to actually flip the disc but that really didn't take off no it did not (laughs) and I know this was before I became a DJ but I know DJs who used to use that technology and they would bring it and then it just died it was tough. I, 
I know my I have sitting on my desk at home um, my complete library on Betamax because that's what because <laughs> oh, wow. that's what the station I was yeah. was mastering on my yeah. my yeah. first half hour TV show that I ever produced. Oh, nice. when I was oh years wow! Old. So um, of course I can't find any place to play dub those off <laughs> know, digital. Right? But, uh, so like, what's the difference? Just in case anyone ever wants to know between. VHS and Betamax quality. What I think it's the format. Don't they do the same it, thing. It, it's the, it's, a tape it's, is a tape is a tape. It's the know. it's the format. I mean, yeah. they're both obviously they're uh, 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 magnetic half inch tape. tape. tape based, uh, yeah. The cartridges for Betamax are a little bit smaller. Right. Okay. Uh, and the quality uh, of Betamax is actually that's is actually higher than the VHS. Ah. Uh, that's why television studios like. Yeah. My access center back in the day yeah. would use it as their master format. Oh, so that's interesting. Um, so I have to wonder, and maybe we'll do a show on it. Yeah. Um, so Betamax probably died because of marketing. That's exactly why. Yeah. V, v, I'm so v, glad v, you said that, Adam. V, v, VHS was, because the quality wasn't as high, Right. Uh, it was a whole lot easier to produce and yeah. a whole lot cheaper. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, cheaper. There you go. So, uh, we so, got it. So it was the VHS yeah. uh, format that uh, won out. And uh, like so many other things, when the technology first comes out, I saw, I mm-hmm. saw this with D, with the DV technology, the digital video technology, is you know you think of the big three, you think of Sony, Panasonic, and uh, uh, JVC and Canon four. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of DV, it was Sony, Panasonic, and JVC. Uh, in the case of VHS, it was Sony and I want to say Panasonic. I could be wrong on that, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, at each form, each company makes out their own format. Yeah, right. Uh, Betamax was a Sony format. Oh, interesting. And wow. Primarily, and so you know, and so what happened? And I saw again. I saw this with DV. Is each for, each company makes their format so that only their gear can play right. their wow. format, and oh, they yeah. can't cross gear and all. That. So if you want to, if you, if you want blend. Betamax, you got to go with the Sony gear, yeah. and Sony can now, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, I mean, it makes sense yeah. why they would do it that way, but um, I don't know. I think. I, I feel like technology now is more universal than it was, meaning that you can play stuff across formats more now than you could then. I think things were more encapsulated than you had to have. Like, I, I accidentally bought a Blu-ray mm. disc. Yeah. Can't play that on a regular DVD player. Got to have the well, proprietary technology. Well, well, Blu-ray, is a, Blu-ray is a different technology right. than, yes. than standard DVD. Yes. Uh, yes. DVD. Uh, it's not so much that okay, you. It's not like you know the digital video where it's all digital video, but you've mm-hmm. got Sony doing their flavor and you've got right. Panasonic doing their flavor, and they're not interchanging. But it's still DV, right? Right. You know, <laughs> and but that's all about the money, which makes sense. These companies are in the business to make money. So, yeah. so I'm guessing, which is what you just answered. Um, you know, Betamax probably didn't have the marketing presence, um, and then the cost, yeah. the consumer. Love all you consumers out there. We don't. I too. I don't look at. Oh, this is better quality. How much is it, and will it work on my DVD player? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I look at. Well, I don't think most consumers are as savvy as you two gentlemen across <laughs> from me are. So, so the quality is wasted on most of the consumers, I think, because they don't know. If it doesn't work, we get mad and we go to somewhere else. <laughs> right. But, you know, Betamax is, is gone. Yeah. There, it is no more, my yeah. friends. Well, I'm sure you can find some in a dusty corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a 
a Betamax tape in my office, and I, and I actually have a Betamax deck in my office. I I went back to my old Access Center yeah. and said, "Do you by chance still have any of the Betamax <laughs> decks oh sitting in storage?" They said, "Yeah, we got we got a whole bunch of them. Come on over, wow. and, come on over and see if any of them work." And so <laughs> and you I, know what? This brings up something else that we weren't going to talk about, but I'll throw it in. Um, WCTV, a little plug for us, since this is where we're doing the podcast, is doing digitizing of your old formats. Adam, can you tell us a little bit about that? And I know that you at the library kind of do some of that too. So let's talk about WCTV's digitizing project for the masses. And then we'll talk about what you see, uh, Brad, at the library with that. Well, you know, as as we know, as we know, particularly the uh, um, you know, older older uh, mm-hmm. video, I mean, I still, my, my my family's home movies are on yeah. on high eight. Yep, um, us too. And so you know, um, you know, people have all this stuff collecting dust, mm. and you know, and digital or I'm sorry, not digital, um, uh, magnetic tape mm. has a shelf life, right? Yeah. Particularly as I'm sure most people are not storing these home movies no. in a climate controlled, <laughs> right. you know, hermetically sealed, sealed <laughs> yeah. environment. They're probably in somebody's basement right. or an attic somewhere. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? So, I didn't know they get unplayable yeah. over time. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I did not know yeah. that. I have some. I better bring them in. It, it, yeah. it's, it's just a, a cellulose Flim, yeah. plastic. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because so, we've all done that rewind oh, yeah, with, the with a finger <laughs> or a pencil, right? <laughs> you know, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you have a VCR tape and it it's kind of wonky. So you get out a pencil or your finger and you manually could use yeah. your finger to rewind it or move it. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, that's going to disintegrate over and, time. And, and I'm guilty of it too. I, I, I pulled out a whole bunch of in an effort to clear out stuff out of my house, I cleared out a whole bunch of, bo- of bins of my VHS and my 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 stuff, not yeah. just right. not just you know my, my stuff, right? Out of the basement, right. <laughs> all right. places, yeah. and I started digitizing it. But you know, so we're taking all that stuff that yeah. you may have. Uh, we can take almost all formats, almost all formats. So tell us what those formats are. We can take VHS. We can take VHS C, which is another one of those f- wonky formats, yeah. right? Uh, the we could take uh, DV mini DV DV cam although that's a professional but hey if you're a professional and you have them somewhere mm-hmm. I have wow. some um, and I think we can even I think we finally found a player to take hi eight wow so oh, uh, basically any any format um, other we obviously can't do film we don't have a film chain here yeah. but uh, any of that stuff we can we can take um, we have a uh, yeah. uh, one going on in the, on the dub yeah, station. We're the looking at it, yeah. actually. You can't see us because uh, we're podcasting, but we're actually we're turning <laughs> our heads it, and yeah. looking at the digitizing station that yeah. we have within the podcasting room. But we 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 can digitize that stuff. Yeah. Um, we will and then we'll take the files and we'll put them up on a Dropbox for you to then download. Um, and so then, much technical information you just gave there, <laughs> Brad. Can you tell us what digitizing is? Yeah, so it's basically just uh, playing on um, analog format onto a computer and making it digital and so you have an mp4 file instead Ooh. of a, instead of a tape i love when you talk like that it's so nice okay so you're basically talking about converting one yeah. format for those of yeah. us who are like me into another and yeah. just making it more usable with the current technology right uh, adam after these things are converted and digitized can we still play the old stuff? I have a VCR in my house. Nice. I yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. it's not going to damage anything. No, the, the 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 tapes as long as you know as long as they're still playable. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, you know, the, the, the magnetic tape degrades. Even yes. even DVDs and yeah. Blu-rays will degrade. Really? Uh, 
you know, they're they're not infallible. I wow. Mean, so having a file mm-hmm. on a thumb drive or even yes. files on a D, maybe not even on a DVD because the DVD could degrade, but yeah. on a thumb drive or wow. in the cloud somewhere, uh, you know, is is going to be the way you're going to be able to play this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because let's talk about you know because it's the future. Okay, it's Antilles fiftieth, and it's you know your mm-hmm. wedding and the christening and all that stuff, and everybody wants those things for posterity. And so, yeah, I have a VC. I have several VCR tapes, actually. But when when my nieces and nephews or whatever want to watch that, they're not going to be able to probably eventually. Right, and, and your VCR is going to break. We've already been through no, like, three VCRs no. here at the W station. You're never going to, you know, you're not going to be on five one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, having having that having that um, capability, yeah. and then and then right. also you know, the shareability, and you, know, right. you want to send it to your nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. your right. your wedding or whatever it is, their their birth, you know that right. sort of thing. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, so that's where Dropbox comes in. So now we're talking about two things that WCTV is doing for you guys, and if you want to uh, have some of your stuff digitized, you can uh, call us. I'll give you my email. It's Lisa, L-I-S-A, at WCTV.org. We'll give you an estimate. You can bring in all your dusty stuff in a bag, <laughs> and we'll sort it all out and, and make it beautiful for you. But I guess the point of all this is is later on, certain formats won't exist. Yeah. And yeah. if you do want to see yeah. or hear those things, you're going to have to and, get with the times. And again, you know, going back to, again, I'm, like I said, I'm sure... 95, 99% of you out there have these tapes in oh, yeah. your basement oh, yeah. next to your dusty, dirty sure. uh, boiler. Sure. You're and, probably even using one as a doorstop yeah. right now, even and, as and we so, speak. You know, and I'm sure, you know, there, you know, you had that, that, that special thing that you've played over and over yeah. and over. And by the way, oh, yeah. playing these, playing these yeah. tapes wears them out. Yeah. And constantly playing, yep. rewinding, yeah. fast forwarding, pausing for yeah. long periods of time will wear the tape yeah. out. Yeah. So before you yeah, get them in here, before that yeah. that has caused that between all that stuff causes the tape to say no more. Right. Get it in here yeah. and right. get it. And the, the fees format. are extremely reasonable. And we're actually going to talk about how um, cable access stations are trying to survive and doing different things. We're getting to that, so we're kind of dovetailing on the whole point of getting things digitized. Tell me what a Dropbox is, Brad. It's Cloud storage, so is this <gasps> the cloud? Yeah, my magical favorite. cloud, yeah. Yay. So it's just fine. It's Dropbox is the company, so like Google Drive okay. is Google's equivalent of Dropbox. Okay, Dropbox. <laughs> so when WCTV gives you your final project, mm. we'll give it to you on a thumb drive or a DVD or whatever you ask for, but we'll also give you the extra smextra mm-hmm. of having it in the Dropbox. Well, well the the the. The default for us is is the Dropbox. is the Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thumb drive and DVDs are are, are the extra. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's easier. It's so well, that's easier. not how I look yeah. at it, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> to come me, over from this point of view. <laughs> go to the dark side. To me, yeah. uh, the Dropbox yeah. is a nice thing to have because yeah. uh, I'm not into all that yeah. hogamagoggery. But I get it. Yeah. Okay, so that leads us to. Um, you know, obviously, this is WCTV and the library together in a partnership. And there's so many changes all the time, and that's mm-hmm. why we're doing this show. But um, what do you see, Brad, in the library with people bringing in things to you? Are you doing any digitizing? Yeah. So we do we do, we do, do have the digitizer. We actually use the same software that we use here. And so I always tell people one thing to uh, keep in mind is this happens real time. So there's no, like, when you're copying, like, a, if you copy a CD to a CVD, you can do it, like, eight times. This happens in real time. So when you're playing the, the, the VHS, you're basically just capturing the video in real time. So if it's a two-hour video, it's going to take two hours. 
Right. So I, I, we do see some of those. Uh, we have to be careful. Um, I'm sure you probably do as well. You can't do it in any copyrighted material. Yes, I was just going to say, yeah. I can't bring in no. my Rocky original right. VCR tape. Right. And you, you can't can copy. do that. I think, didn't you tell me there's some sort of little gadget that's in the actual tape like that stops you from Sometimes doing there's it? a line, there's like a code. I think it has something yeah. to do with like the, the way the mag tape is, is it like interferes with the audio signal, so it'll allow you to copy it, but the audio won't be synced with the video. Video, mm. And so it'll pretty much be useless. I don't know if you can speak any yeah, more of that. Yeah, and also there's sometimes on the commercial, if you on the commercial tapes, mm-hmm. if you yes. open up the the, the top, tape yeah, the yeah. tape door, you might see a uh, what looks like a little piece of sticky tape on the inside yeah. of the door, oh, like the stuff that, for when you go to steal stuff. Not that I ever did. <laughs> kind of like, like that, that but, yeah. right? But, but, but that yeah, that does the same okay. thing. It interferes ah. with when when, yep. when it sees something connected, and this it, yeah. digitally, this is the same way it happens with digital content right. today too. If it sees that it's connected to anything other than a monitor, it can tell that technology yeah. can tell it. It sure. says nope. Not going to play. Right. Yeah. And so, we've all seen that piracy is bad yeah. thing. Yeah. So you can't be doing that. It's not good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but why is WCTV doing this, Adam? Why are we doing it? We're not just digitizing to be nice, which is nice, yeah. but there's a bigger reason. And let's just get right into it. Well, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we're, we're, you know, part of our, our, reason to be here is obvious in town is to document you know the happenings in town what's going on but right. and that's great and we're doing that right. and we serve uh, the community and, and, and we're that's lovely the, and we're serving the community in that regard but um, you know the fact of the matter is you know over the past I don't know how long but number of years I'm gonna say three to five probably yeah, um, what has been first of all what what a lot of people don't understand here is WCTV and other uh, community media centers um like us, uh, are not, mo- I shouldn't say everyone, but most of them are, are not funded by the town. Right, because okay. everybody thinks, oh, you work for the town, but yeah. now the, the library is town funded, right? But, but not us. But not us. We, we are a separate, uh, private, nonprofit entity who services the town that we are in, but we don't we we don't get we we're not in the budget right. town's budget we don't get money from the town the town doesn't give us money the taxpayers don't give us money so where all of our funding traditionally comes from and the way you know the media centers across the country are, are set up is we get the bulk of our funding from cable subscribers uh-huh. okay. people who have Comcast as a cable company people who have and here in uh, Wilmington, we have two uh, cable subscribe cable companies, Comcast and Verizon. Right. So if you get your cable through Comcast or Verizon, you're paying a portion, a portion, a portion of your bill. Okay? Right. Teeny tiny. Teeny amount. tiny bit. I think here in Wilmington, I think it's five percent. Mm-hmm. I think it's the five percent fl- right? is the cap. Five uh, percent of your bill. Yeah, it's called a franchise fee. It's usually right. about. A buck and a half, two bucks a month. Right. That's, okay, that's what mine is at, yep. at home. Yep. And that money comes directly to us. Right. The cable company collects it. They don't keep it, but then, but then they collect it from that from all right. their customers, and then they send us a check every quarter. Right. And so, how so, that works from the beginning, just to give you a little backtrack, is so when Verizon and Comcast wanted to be in Wilmington, they had to ask the town, "Hey, can we? And where can we put all our stuff? Can we put some stuff underground? Can we blah blah blah?" And so, in order to do that. 
the town says to those entities, yeah, you can use our space, but we're going to help out cable access and we're going to get some money to them. And so that's how that happened, just for a little history. When they want to come into the town and be part of the town, they, in order to do that as a nice little kickback, almost, if you will, they're, quotes, giving us the money, which we deserve. The, 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 uh, the Cable Act of 1984, I was just looking at this this morning, and the uh, revised version, the uh, Telecommunications Act of 1996, uh, state that because these companies are making money right. on the use of public ways, right. the telephone poles in the streets, right. they have to give back to the said community uh, and provide for what we now know as public access community. Yeah, Maybe. and that, that makes perfect sense to me. And, and so... Um, so now what, but what we're seeing is with new technologies, okay, we're progressing from the old technology to the new technologies, uh, and, uh, technologies known as OTT over the top boxes. And these are streaming boxes. This is Netflix. This is Hulu. This is, uh, uh, Amazon fire. This is Apple TV. This all is, the stuff this I is watch. all, this is all these, these providers. Okay. Uh, and then also other subscription services like Discovery Plus, uh, Paramount mm-hmm. Plus, you know, Disney Plus, all these mm-hmm. other other sure. streaming services. You know, people are saying, okay, well, I could get my content uh, from one of these services cheaper, yeah. but right. not really. Right, right, no. Uh, and and I and I can, but but I could also be. I could get it on my phone. I could get it on my laptop. I could get it on my tablet. I don't have to sit at home and watch it. So people are saying, you know what? I'm going under the thought that it's cheaper. It's not mm-hmm. when you really look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get rid of my $250, you know, one tier above basic cable. Yeah. Hint, 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 Comcast. No, I hear you. Um, uh, and I'm going to spend 150 a month So and, and so to have streaming. What people don't realize is when they're doing that is okay now they've cut the cord we call it right and they say and so we are now no longer getting that five bucks a month right two bucks a month from you to survive here so if you've cut the cord you know you and the way it's been up until earlier this week (laughs) here in Wilmington is if you cut the cord and you're watching our content either the channels on the via the channels live stream on our website or via our our video on demand you're using our, you're using our services for free, mm-hmm. and you're not contributing to those services. And no one's going to tell you that when no, you cut the cord. No. There's nobody on the other end of that if, phone or on the email that you send that says I'm done. That says, if, "Hey, did you know? By the way, when you do that, you're going to lose the, stuff." Now, well, nobody they're not. They're that. not losing it because it's available yeah, to them for free, free online. Yeah. So if you cut the cord, and you've watched a selectman's meeting online, mm-hmm. or you've watched. The football game VOD after the fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're using our services, but you're not contributing to yeah. us. Being Shame on you! <laughs> like 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 the cable subscribers. Yeah. Right, are. right. Uh, so we've taken steps to try to uh, recoup some of recoup those losses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that leads us to our next topic, <laughs> which is paywalls and mm-hmm. Patreon and Venmo and PayPal. We could do four shows on oh, this, yeah. but we'll just give you a little taste. So Patreon, what do you call that, Brad? What is it? It's um, 
it's just a different different revenue stream really for for creators so patreon is used by anybody i know a lot of podcasts have have it as a way to keep them ad free and i think that's really the big thing is that um is they have to make money somehow doing right. this doing this takes time and time is money right this and is so true. you have to make you have to make the money back somehow and so right. patreon is a way to provide content for people in exchange for in exchange for money essentially right. um and and it's a way to recoup some of these losses in or, in order to like keep the lights on so I'll just read you the basic definition mm-hmm. here. It says Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for subscribers to get content. Mm-hmm. Well, my, very vague right there. That right? is like <laughs> the most generic yeah. answer ever. Yeah. How does uh, Patreon equate to Venmo and PayPal when yeah. we think of, or? I mean, really, Western Union was yeah. the way you well, sent right. money before, right? right? Yeah. In the olden days, yeah, sure. you would go down wire to some money, yeah. Walmart does it too. Yeah. You go in and you wire money. But yeah. now we, so Venmo and PayPal, PayPal I think was the first. And then Venmo sort of came up after. Yeah. And GoFundMe's in there too. But like how, are, all, how yeah. are those, how do those work? So like it's more stripped down. Like you have Venmo is basically just a way to exchange money uh directly to someone so you mm-hmm. can just if i gave you five dollars or something it would go through it would grab the money from my bank account and put it in your bank account okay all through that with uh patreon you usually get a web page involved in it and so oh. you have like this is the wctv's web page and this is the content you can see here and please pay us here and stuff like that and so it's it's less direct but you get more out mm. of it it's more than just a exchange of money digitally which is what venmo okay. is so you're this all probably falls under the umbrella of e-commerce yeah, right right okay so then then what you're saying is Venmo and PayPal were more about transferring money from one to another yeah. for some kind of service that maybe wasn't it's uh, offline. technology. Yes, it's that's offline. the word I want to use. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm selling you shoes, right. I right. use Venmo to give you the money yep. and then you send me the right. shoes. But with Patreon and other outlets yep. like that, yeah. it's more about the actual virtual content. And that's the paywall you're talking about, right? Is like you have to get inf- you have to get access to all the t- all the TV shows and in order to do that, you have to give pay- the Patreon uh, member the money and they- that unlocks the access to all their content. Okay. Um, and there's actually it's it's really funny because the library has a lot of payroll stuff too and so like all the databases we have access to like ancestry.com and oh, yeah. a to z databases all the gale research databases that's those things are behind the paywall and paywalls prevent um google from getting search results back and so there's I, I can't remember what the percentage is but a large percent of the internet is not available through google because the inf- information is behind paywalls Okay, so that means that little podcasters and other folks are getting wise to the idea that they can monetize, and this is yeah. a vehicle for them yeah. to collect that money, because exactly. how else would you do it? Right. And how knock on, knock on some do doors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I see all the time on all the YouTube and all the other yeah. subscribe, and yeah. most of the time that's free, but... Sometimes it's not. So the YouTube be. is the YouTube's you subscribe, so you just get notification. Probably not but forever. They, right, oh yeah. Well, which YouTube you're talking about, right? YouTube TV, YouTube Red, YouTube. Oh Lord, <laughs> help me. But the, most of the YouTube um, creators also have a Patreon page, and so uh-huh. you, they would direct you in like the description of their channel or the video. They would direct you to Patreon, their Patreon page, to give them money that way because YouTube okay. doesn't accept money. There's no e-commerce uh, channel in right. it, and so if they want to make money off of it. 
they do they make money through ads in for, for through Google. So when you see those okay. stupid ads on on uh, we we're watching a five minute video and there's 15 seconds of ads every <sighs> 10 that. seconds. That's how it, the influencers, right? You probably heard of the term influencer. It's yes, and we influencers. What do you? I mean, would hope Brad? so. <laughs> <laughs> so the popular authors on um, on Instagram or yeah. YouTube, they will basically be paid by Google because they have enough views. And when Google sells ads to the different companies they um they will put them on the high high view channels okay and that's how they get so some money. and this is real money we're talking about yeah. this is not bitcoin no. my friends <laughs> <Not> right <yet. laughs> go back to the dark web episode we did this is not that no. oh, how do you guys feel about it i mean it's tough because the internet has just every single like uh, information source has been upended. I mean, Napster in the 90s, right? I and know. Then, like, the newspapers today, and now like cable access channels. They're suffering because so the, the default uh, business model of the internet is free, but that's not sustainable. But you have to yeah. be on the internet in order to reach people. I know, it's a catch-22. It it's is. hard. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. And free isn't really free. No. Because when you watch the free stuff, there are still ads. Right. So that means it's not really free. No. So this is one step further. So then, Adam, why did WCTV decide to do this? Well, I mean, uh, first of all, I, I just want to let everybody know that all of our, con- you know, we're, we're putting this content and, uh, you know, and it's a very specific amount. It's a very specific type of content. Okay. Uh, Enlighten us. Well, first of all, all of our content is always going to be available on our one of our three cable channels <laughs> okay. available to our cable right. subscribers. So that's good to know. So if you're listening and you're panicking that you got to come and pay us some money, please don't bring the $8 down to the station. Um, we'll if you have, we'll yeah, we'll we, have we love it. Support, we love it. And we're, if, if, you, if, you're, if you're a cable subscriber yeah. on Comcast or Verizon, yeah. all of our content will always be there. Okay. okay. So that's good to so, know. And, so. and there are two things which we're never... Hopefully. Well, <laughs> there's, one, there's one thing we're going to never monetize, uh, and that is municipal meetings. Yeah. Right. That mm-hmm. stuff will always be available mm-hmm. for free on our channels and our VOD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, because that's transparency of government, yeah. that's right. public service, that sort of thing. Very right. The other thing which WCTV probably won't ever monetize, but that doesn't to say it won't, it won't be, is, our, is content produced by our volunteer member producers. Okay. Uh, WCTV probably won't do that because we don't own the, that programming. Mm-hmm. We right. don't own that copyright. The producers do. Right. So if the producers then want to take that content and monetize it themselves, they're, of course, they own the yeah. copyright. They could do that. Yeah. But WCTV won't do that. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, what we are monetizing is, you know, we know through surveys and stuff that there are two things that people watch. Government meetings is number one. Right. Of course. Of course. Sure. And number two is anything related to the schools. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. So the school content um, is WCTV's content. WCTV is producing that Mm -hmm. content. Right. So uh, we decide, okay, that's the place we can make back and monetize online. Okay. So this is sports. Right. This is concerts. This is... uh, Special events at mm-hmm. the schools. The middle school talent show was just oh, uh, nice. uh, 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 last week. Uh, this is graduation <laughs> and other senior week activities. Okay. okay. So all of this stuff, anything that is branded under the Wildcat TV brand mm-hmm. um, will still air for free. 
mm-hmm. on our traditional cable channels, our traditional linear cable channels. But if you want to see a VOD whenever you want, mm-hmm. or you want to see the live stream, if you don't have cable and you want to see Thanksgiving football game against Tewksbury, which, by the way, is the first thing that will be put behind this yeah. paywall. Cool. Uh, if you want to see that live and you're not a cable subscriber in Wilmington, you're going to have to pay the four bucks a month to see that. Yeah. Did you just say four dollars a month? <laughs> I did. Four dollars a month. Until so, January 1st. What is that, 50 bucks a year, roughly, Let, give or take? Yeah. Yep. And you might even be able to write that off because we are a 401c. Oh, check, <laughs> and I will do my disclaimer. Please check with your accountant. But wow. Um, but, it, but that's the easy breezy price yeah. now. It'll go up. Probably it, it will later. go up January 1st. It will go up. It will yeah. go up to $8 a month, but still cheap. I mean, that's yeah. so you know, cheap. It's, it's the cost of. Uh, it's the cost of your Starbucks of one Starbucks a month, right? Okay. Or for me, it's you know, a, yeah, yeah. a peach refresher. So, so what if <laughs> you um, what if you only want to watch in that month? Let's say June graduation comes and uh, Antilly wants to watch it in Iowa. Can I just subscribe for that one month, or do I have to like pay for a whole year? It, it's month to month, so you. you, ah, you can, I think I you, knew the answer. You, <laughs> you set them up. You, 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 you can cancel at any time. Yeah. Cancel at any time. Yeah. That's right. You know, no uh, fees, but. Um, you know, and so we, we, we say, you know, whether you want to actually join for the year so that you can see all of the yeah. Wildcat yeah, why not? content uh, or your 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 student athlete play is a three season athlete and is going to be right. playing and everything, you know, <laughs> or is in the, uh, the the band and whatnot. And you want to see the concerts. Sure. Uh, the winter and spring concerts, you know, that's you know, that's fine. Or if you just say, hey, I just want to see the Thanksgiving football game or I just want to see graduation. Right. Or if you pay, just say, pay. I didn't know when I cut the cord and, and I want to support WCTV, you don't have to watch it to support us. You yeah. can still subscribe. <laughs> no, for real. They'll you, take your money. Like, no, no, but in a nice <laughs> yeah, way. Because like, no, when you cut the cord, and yeah. we'll do a show with Ryan about cutting the cord, and we'll explain all of that. Yeah. Ryan Meliar, who's our executive I, director here. But if you do, even if you don't want to, even if you never use it, you didn't probably know when you cut the cord that you were going to do this no. to us. You mean people know. You didn't know that that was a result. You didn't know that that was part of it. So once you know, maybe you do say, hey, it's like a donation, really. As as what you just said, Lisa, is, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, okay, maybe you're not, maybe you're somebody who has no interest in the Wildcat TV content. Right. and, you know, signing up for an online subscription is not necessarily something you want to do in that case. That's fine. Right. But please, yeah, if you did cut the cord, at least consider giving us a donation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, take take what, and again, I'm not sure the exact number. I know for me where I live, it's, it's about two bucks a month. Right. <laughs> consider taking that money and yeah. giving us a donation for yeah. that. Right. Uh, you know, um, you and that's help, an easy way out. to do it. You can do it online. Um, you can subscribe and be done with it and the money and blah 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 and you're finished and then then you can you know feel a little bit better about supporting what we do here Mm -hmm. and you don't know when you're going to need that let me tell you someday you're going to be like i wish i could watch that and it's not going to be there and then you're going to be in trouble and 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 what we do and what what we do is we we do all the local stuff we 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 do the stuff that you know the networks are not going to Right. The network, the, Channel 5 is not going to come down to alumni <laughs> stadium on Thanksgiving no. and cover the, the Thanksgiving no. game between the Wildcats and the no. uh, and Tewksbury. Nor will they cover lacrosse or tennis. Nor will they come tennis. Nor will they come to the, nor will they come and cover the Horribles Parade. I was just going to uh, say, the or the Horribles Parade. The Horribles Parade, parade happened right. on, on this past Sunday. So, you know, it's it's community media centers like WCTV that are covering right. these things, that are happening, you know, that are important to you locally. Right. And, um... And so, you know, and so 
you know, if you're already a cable subscriber, you're you know to Verizon or Comcast, you're you are contributing to us, so we mm-hmm. thank you for that. But right. if you're not, you know, this is the this is a way for you to to contribute to allow mm-hmm. us to be able to continue to bring you the the sports, the horribles parades, the mm-hmm. concerts, the the selectman meetings. Mm-hmm. Right. We go away. No more selectman meetings. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh, Even you know, the town sort of meeting. Thing. All those things. Meeting. All those things that are so important. You know. So you know. So they're, they're, they're You know. That all that stuff. You know. You know is dependent on on us being able to be here. So yeah. Uh, so I'm so, glad we did but, this show because you know when people hear about this. They might not have all the information. Hopefully, yeah. they'll listen to this, and they might be like, "Well, why are they all of a sudden charging?" But yeah. we're—that's not—we don't—we didn't want to do it. I'm guessing, no. Adam. Right? No. You shaking your head. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. We didn't want to do it. No, we 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 don't want it. And one of the things that I I've, I when I started here a couple of years ago, I, it kind of it, it amazed me that people can come in in here yeah. uh, to our facility at 10 Waltham Street and walk in and become a member. Yeah. And use our, use our facility, use this podcast yeah. studio, use the TV studio across the hall sure. for free. Right. Okay. For free. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of professional yeah. level equipment yes. and training yes. uh, yeah. from yes. our you staff. Got some, we got some people you know. in the know in here. So, <laughs> so you, know. you know, for free. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, every other place, uh, every other access center, you know, has, has had a chart a membership fee even 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 an almost fee 10 bucks a uh, right. uh, 10 bucks a year mm-hmm. but we do it for <laughs> free right yeah you know uh, yeah, I mean, you so know, we, we don't, I guess, I, you know, and I, I, don't, I might be speaking out of term, but I guess, you know, we probably had to think about, well, are we going to charge membership fees? Mm. How are we going to recoup yeah. some of this cord cutting stuff? So mm. maybe that's the way to do it. How much yeah. is it to be a library patron? What does it cost? To be, to, oh, to get my yeah. degree? Oh, God, I don't know. I think it was close to 20 grand. Okay. And how much does it cost to get a library card? Nothing. So it's, it's it's great. So like I so it's free. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it's free. And yeah. I, and I think that um, which is nice. It's it's tough to talk money, right? Yeah. Like a library is so centered around giving all of our services free. Nothing right, in the library right. you have to pay. That said, we have a budget. We have a line item in the town budget which you guys don't. And so like we have money. Our money is right. assured. Obviously, that can fluctuate with right. the support that the library has in right. town. But we still get something, and it's not dependent on technology changes. Right. And you have um, grants. You guys are really good about getting grants and supporters and people who um, help you guys out, you know, as far as that goes. So that's good, too. And then the consortium, um, all the libraries together, which is really good, too. But Wilmington is kind of based on stuff being free. Um, You know, all the sports like to sign your kid up in other towns. It's exorbitant fees that parents pay, you know. So I hope that those of you listening today realize that WCTV didn't want to have to do this and we don't I we like the idea but we don't like the idea you know it's a necessity I guess is what I want to say it's a necessity um why did we pick Patreon Adam uh because uh, mostly because it was it's a pretty 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 well turned pretty good turnkey uh, system, you know, it's it's already pretty much. So you feel like it's us. safe and it's been tested and tried and true. Well, I that mean, that too, but yeah, there there are other community media centers uh, that are have have started to put up their 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 VOD behind paywalls and even their channel live streams behind paywalls. Really, um, but um, they've done it. They've 
invested in building their own paywall and their own website right. and stuff like that. That costs money. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we weren't ready to do that yet. Right, and, right. And, um, and so, you know, particularly if it's something that, you know, we just wanted to experiment with, which yeah. is kind of what we're yeah. at. So we, we chose Patreon as kind of, okay, it's, it's already there. Yeah. We just have to build our Patreon page. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll go from there rather than investing in the money to build our own paywall. So I guess the two ways that you can help WCTV right now, if, you, if you're if you listening and you'd like to, uh, would be, well, three ways, really. You can volunteer, help us out that way, right? You can subscribe through Patreon for Wildcat TV and all that amazing content that's in there. Or you can make a donation. Yeah, And, and uh, Lisa, you, you, you actually hit on... Another issue that WCTV and, and other community centers have said, you know, fi- the finances are obviously huge. You know, without right. money, we're not gonna we're not gonna exist. But right. there's another thing that we need in order to exist, and that's volunteers. Right. And you know, right. And one of the reasons why we're putting the Wildcat TV b- content behind a paywall is because more and more of staff resources, right. my time, Ryan's time, Marty's time, every time is needed. To and thanks to COVID, <laughs> this right. is this is even more case. You know, COVID was COVID was good because we got to show our worth, but it's also because now we did all this stuff. So now people are, like in Wilmington, people are going to expect it. Yeah. Right, so right. Uh, so now you know there's more staff time having to be put into. Uh, putting this content together, right? Uh, so there's so, the, there's the actual setting up beforehand. Well, first of all, getting crew setting up, then doing the actual work, then editing, right. then putting and, it out to the community. There's a lot and, of pieces. And so, and so, you know, one of one of so a part of that is, you know, the we we I, I'm going to talk sports because that's kind of the main focus of this is right. You know, we you know last year we did twice as many sporting events and most of them live uh because of covid restrictions uh and uh i'm gonna just toot my own horn for a little bit you know, go right the, ahead the athletic director in town uh mia musio uh you know is has been you know she's we we know she started her her, her job last year during covid and she has been super supportive of us right. and super super you know every every thing that we did last year I continue to do this year uh, but I want to say that, you know, I don't think I ever I ever saw anywhere in a public forum, the town forum, our 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 forum, whatever, anybody from coaches, hmm. student athletes, or parents giving us any sort of rec- or, uh, recognition for the time and effort that we put right. into making sure that they could still see their games. I do know and, and that so, on the community page, people do say good things about us. But, but let's you know, put our money or our time where our mouth is. Right. So, right? so, so let let let's do that. And and um, you know, and so yeah. And, and the the other thing is, you know, one of the things we said is, okay, football is the big is the big the draw sport. It's the, draw. the draw. Yeah. So we've decided that okay, we will do football as a WCTV produced show and we'll do it multi-camera the whole big deal but the rule is and uh is that we set up is we're not going to cover it unless we have a confirmed full crew that's three camera people right so friday tomorrow is the football game against wakefield Mm -hmm. okay it was on our schedule but as of two days ago i didn't have a full crew 
Which is three people. Which is three people. Uh, three Not camera. Twenty-three pe- people. Th- three, three people. Three camera people. <laughs> three cameras. And um, which all be- will be trained for free, also. Right. And so we said, okay, well, if we don't get that third person, we can't do the game. Right. And we went, and um, one of our volunteers, who is uh, uh, who has been very heavily into sports, he, he went to the Touchdown Club and said, "We need one person, and if WCTV doesn't get, we're not covering the game." Guess mm-hmm. what? Touchdown club stepped up, got one of their right. volunteers, so now yeah, we're covering right. the game. No, it's good. I mean, so, sometimes you have to get the word out, and it's yeah. a squeaky you know, wheel. You but know, we, we we need the volunteers, and we have another uh, volunteer. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Mike Michael Mercier from the girls' soccer team. Uh, we went out to at the beginning of the year. We went to all the all teams. Said, "Hey, if you want it covered, you got to give us. You got to come down. Give us camera people. You got to come up with a camera person." Uh, assistant per, an assistant care person to do graphics and a commentator. Okay, if you come up with that, we'll train you. We'll give you equipment. You can go out and shoot it. Nice. Right. Michael yeah. Mercer from the girls' soccer team has been in here. <laughs> yes. Multiple times a week covering the girls' soccer team. Oh, games. great! Right. And they've gotten covered. He's even he's even volunteered to take. You know, one of the things the cameras he took there was an added post production step. He's like, show me how to do it and I'll do it. <gasps> nice. Awesome. So he you know so girls' soccer has gotten. Yeah. Tons of coverage because of this one volunteer who decided to step right. up and and, ta- and decide that he wanted his program to be right. shown and stepped up and has taken on that responsibility. That's kind of the nice part of cable yeah. access. You so. you have a vested interest in something and you can actually be part of it, which is kind of cool. We should mention Jim Boyle too, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know that's you meant the other big guy, Jim, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim Boyle. Jim, Jim Boyle yeah. has the distinction of being our first uh, Patreon patron. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. So, uh, cool. Adam, do you think cable access is ever going to die? Do you think we're in danger of losing the concept altogether? What do you think? I think it's going to get smaller and smaller, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You I know, mean, some stations run with, we have eight people on staff, I think. Eight, seven, nine. It goes up and down depending on interns and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are other stations. I know you know them. Two people. Yeah. Somebody's just pumping out the the pre-made content and um, someone else is answering the phone, and that's it. Yeah, there. I mean, there there are people, there are centers that are two people, and 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 the only thing that they're doing is the selectman meeting, the government right. meetings. They're not doing right. the public part in public access doesn't exist. Right. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, unless they do what we're doing, which is as forward thinking as we can be, and if we come up with a better way, we'll do that too. Um, but unless they do that with the cord cutting and things still keep getting more expensive, yep. um, you know, and there's a there's a concept from the viewer's point of view, too, that it's just there by magic. When I turn on my television, I don't worry about how Channel 5 News, who's at the desk or how they got there. I just turn it on and I want it to be there. And so probably people won't be sad about it until it's gone. There's that there's that misconception too. And we're seeing, you know, again, I'll go with the sports and the mm-hmm. and the concerts and stuff. So and you know, a lot of times we get a call, hey, I got an event tonight. Can you come cover it? I know, uh, I know, no. I know. I know <laughs> um, they mean and, to and, think and, of us. And you know what? Yeah. The government officials are just as bad at yeah. this as, yep. as, as the public. It's and, true. And so uh can you come cover our meeting tonight? But right. no, it, it's it's um <laughs> I don't think that's personal. It, I, I don't. I think it's it's a perception that yeah. it, it, we'll just be there, it, like it, the library is just yeah. there. It's the perception you know? that hey, I, I I see a camera right. at the event and then I see it on TV. Right, yeah. right. Magic. There's, 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 <laughs> they is, don't know what goes involved. It is magic. Yeah. And, sure. and you know I, that's why I gotta give 
uh, Mr. Mercier, the props, for right. coming in here and sitting right. in the control yeah. room across the hall and doing that post production. Right. It's like, okay, yes, it, they don't just show up with a camera and it magically airs ends up <laughs> on TV. There's a process to it, and uh, and that's that's what it all takes. And um, you know, for for tomorrow's football game, the, the 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 football game against Wakefield, the game is at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be there at three o'clock in the afternoon yeah. by yeah, people, myself. People don't know yeah, that. I don't think they everything. know that, <laughs> right? But again, so, it's perception. And until you yeah. know, uh, you know, it's like anything in life. Until you experience it, yeah. I call it the red car theory. You buy a red oh, car, and all you see are red, red cars. cars yeah. Before that, you didn't even notice there were yeah. red cars. So it's perception. Until you need something, yeah. uh, that's what I worry about with cable access and. T- people might not realize mm-hmm. what it was until it's gone. I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon because the FCC has a big hand in making sure mm-hmm. we stay. Yep. Um, but I, I'm a little concerned about it. And so I'm glad to see that WCTV is being forward thinking so that we can continue to do the great things that we do. Yeah. I'll be interested you know? to see how like TikTok uh, has, is going to influence things because like, when the internet was around initially, it was just text. And then you could put pictures. Right. And now we're at the video stage. And so there's so much high-end equipment here to make really good videos. Yeah. So if you get people that are on TikTok, because that's just that's a video-only right. social media. So if that becomes more popular, will it get them more interested into video production? And, I don't and, know. And, and you know, that's the other thing, too, is you know, people have you know, uh, super high-quality cell phones and yeah. stuff like that. Right. But it's not, not yeah, the it's same. Not, it's not the same. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will never use my cell phone yeah. to shoot to shoot a TV show. Yeah, you know? yeah it, no. no matter what those Apple commercials say now for the iPhone right, right, 13, right, right, they're right. shooting movies. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. I mean, you can do it, but like yeah, like but. Chris Rock says, you can drive with your feet, but should you? Right. <laughs> you know, it, it can be done, but if you really want the high quality that you're used to seeing. You, you, you know, have, uh, you have to come uh, to us. I'll tell you guys one thing. I I, I, I was in. A office supply store um, a, a while ago, and this particular chain has started to do uh, co-working space, oh, uh, that sort of stuff. Cool. And one of the things that th- this this particular location—I don't know if it's all the store that they—but this particular location had a podcast studio. Interesting. Oh. And you could rent the podcast studio yeah. for something like fifty bucks an hour or something <laughs> like that, and. I, you know, peered in through the window when I was there. Of course you did. And the studio setup yeah. is significantly less powerful, significantly less uh, technological, professional, professional yeah. than this one we're sitting yeah. in right here. Yeah. And they're charging you 50 bucks an hour. And you can do it here for free. And that hour includes setup, sh- uh, recording, and breakdown. Right. And guess what? Who's going to train you? And Nobody. No, and nobody's going to train you. And Nobody. Here, and here you get a better studio, better quality, better uh, access to everything for free. Right. So pay the four bucks. <laughs> so so pay the four bucks until January 1st to, to support Or pay us. the eight bucks when it goes up. Um, yeah. And you get Just do you know, it. the podcast. Yeah. And you know, you know, we're in the podcast, so we're talking podcast. Yeah. But you go across the hall, look at our, mm-hmm. our, our television control room in our sure. studio. Yeah. Uh, look at our brand new state-of-the-art, probably the fastest computers in, in the entire town of Wilmington right. out here at our edit base. You know, and it's all for you for free. I love it. You know. Do you think the library is ever going to have to charge, Brad? 
I know for like, oh, you know, for seminars and stuff, you guys charge. I don't. Right? I don't like for. You think someday events. we'll so, have to pay for our library cards? I don't think so. I think that um, some sometimes we put on programs that we sell tickets yeah. to, and most yeah. of that is to recoup the costs of either yeah, hiring the a band coming. or the craft materials. Sure. But I don't think so because it's such. It's been such a point of pride, right? It's like mm. uh, it's all, like Philadelphia in their name. Their their public library is called the Philadelphia Free Library. So it's just such a, a, a selling point. And we, we have that <laughs> I'm thinking point. of them having to change all their posters right. and take out the word free. They're not going to do that. No. But, but, we, but like we were saying earlier, we have a line item in the yeah. town budget. So yeah. we, don't have, we don't have to fight the same battle you guys do. Yeah, but you guys need a new building. But that's a show oh, that's a, that's for a another shows. day. <laughs> we talked to Tina Stewart yeah. about that when she came to visit. Yeah. Uh, but let's do our food for thought. We've been gabbing away here. Let me get that ready. Time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. All right, so since we've kind of been talking about everything under the sun, but mostly about cable access, our food for thought today comes from me, and it is mm-hmm. the first experiments in public access television and or non-commercial community television began in 1968. How old was I? Five. With Dale City, Virginia, uh, Dale City Television. It was called DCTV. And then in 1970 with Bob and Janine Burrell at Stoughton, Wisconsin's WSTOVTV. Yay. <laughs> also at the same time, New York City, Fred Friendly. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Head of the Cable, TV, and Communications Commission made recommendations for a leased access channel for public use. The rent for equipment usage and studio time was opposed and later dropped. This free access requirement was the contractual beginnings of PEG, all three big letters, P-E-G, which is public educational and government. Those are the three names for our channels. Yay! Anybody want to add anything else? If you 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 want to look at some of the history and some of the pioneers in uh, uh, community television... um, uh, you know, look at look look up the name George Stoney. Okay. Uh, we have a companion page. Yes, Brad will I'll stick put, that on, on there for yeah. you. He he, he was he, he was he's a documentarian and an activist, and he was one of the leaders in the initial movement of of Peg. Cool. Uh, and uh, what a credit as one of the fathers and founders of, of mm. the Peg movement. I mean, it's uh, come a long way from from the Wayne's World concept to actually. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Poor, poor, poor Mike Myers guy, right? Yeah. Wayne, Wayne's World. You know, everybody uses and that as a reference. I always think of that. I and, always yeah. think of it. But, but we're moving away from that. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, if you watch, especially WCTV, we make some really good stuff. Sometimes I would challenge you to be able to tell if you watch it whether it's local. Or what would be the other word you would use, Adam? Professional? We're professional yeah. too, like though. I, I, you don't want to say amateur because that's I, not right. I, I hate the t- I, I hate the term access because it yeah. it immediately you go to that way. Yeah, world. yeah, yeah. It, implies and, and it implies not good quality. Not good. Yeah. Um, and and so you know, community media is is kind of the 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 term you know. Yeah. Um, and even though we are a television station and right. our our focus is our three cable channels. Uh, because of t- changes in technology, we are becoming more than just television. We are a media right. center. Uh, you know, we have podcasts. We're, this, we're right. not doing a TV <laughs> show, right? You know, uh, you know. So and um, you know, and the TikTok and you know all yeah. the streaming and that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, I, I think too, as as TikTok and other outlets become 
more popular. I think people can are starting to see the difference between using your phone and and using professional equipment and all that stuff too. Well, I think that brings us to the end. What do we think? Have we handled it pretty much? I think it's a tough pretty topic. much everything. It's a tough topic, but all right, it needs to be talked about. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Adam, for jumping out and being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Brad, of course, for coming from the library. And you've been listening to Bridging the Digital Divide. We'll be with you guys very soon again. And thanks so much for listening.